Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. If you're looking to install some new windows or a new door, a great place to start with Pella is their showroom. It helps to actually see the windows and see the doors open and close them to get a better feel for exactly what you're going to be installing in your house. The showrooms are really cool. they got showrooms in Omaha and in Lincoln, so go check them out. Or you can check Pella out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. I love it when I get tweets like this. Cody tweeted at me and said, hit up the Runza super secret menu today. Had pickles put on my Runza. Who'd have thought? Thanks, Nick. Love it, Cody. You need to take advantage of this super secret menu opportunity, we can call it. You can put anything within reason on a Runza. You want pickles like Cody? Go for it. You want ranch? Go for it. You want pepper jack cheese? Go for it. Why? Because every Runza starts as an original Runza sandwich. You can add anything in the kitchen within reason onto your Runza sandwich and make it your own and make it delicious. Get out to Runza today. Give it a try. Runza makes it all Better. All right. Uh, welcome into part two of the List Wine Pod. We've already released part one, which, of course, went totally off the rails. I hope you guys have really enjoyed part one, which, of course, is already on the, the, the podcast feed. You can go check that out. Uh, it's list season, so pretty simple concept. You know, this is the time of year people are top five, top ten lists of different things. And I decided to get a little crazy with mine and uh, do a bunch of different categories. Anything from top five favorite Nebraska football teams of all time, top ten NBA players of all time, top five favorite TV shows of all time, favorite sports movies of all time. Like all different types of lists. And of course, Bo Rude and I go on a bunch of different tangents. So, man, I hope you guys are enjoying listening to this as much as you know, Bo and I enjoyed recording it and laughing about it. It was, uh, it was good. So, again, on deck today, part two. Wine pod, lists, ridiculousness. It's all in these pods here. So let's get to it. Here's part two of the List Wine Pod with uh, yours truly and former Husker linebacker and my best friend, Bo Root. Enjoy. How about this? This might be also, this is kind of like my 90s thing, but this, I guess I'll rename this. Did you grow up in the 90s? Can you believe that these things are better now? List. This is what I was originally top inventions in my life or advancements, okay? So, I mean, again, from 1984 on. The, the thing I first thing I wrote down was TiVo DVR. The idea that you could pause and rewind live TV, even to this day, I'm still kind of amazed by it. To this day, sitting in my house with my Allo TV, shouts out to Allo, and I can rewind, pause, rewind. It's kind of amazing to me because sometimes I think about what yeah. it was like like I'll be into a show or I'll maybe not hear what someone said or the phone will ring right as a big moment in a show is happening. Like, so in 1971, we were watching a big show or a big game and the phone rang or something happened. You're, you're a dad now, and your, your kid shits his pants and you got to go like, you just missed it and it was just gone for forever. So you missed it and I don't know that you'd get to see it again. It's over. Unless, 
maybe a year, two years, three years later, they show some sort of like rerun. And that's not a guarantee at that time. And you still got to be there. Then it's the same set of problems though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Oh, I never saw that episode of MASH. Here it is again. Then, then but, maybe it goes into syndication and there was... I don't know how syndication worked back then. Like, I don't either. Like if it's Happy Days or Gilligan's Island and you miss an episode, how long till they reshow that episode? I mean... I don't know. I just don't... For I don't me, remember. Like, there are a lot of games that like... I will pause... Like, okay, I got to put Mac or Mave to bed. I got to pause this game... Or this show, or whatever, and I can go. I know I can just be like, oh, let me pause it. I'll go put the kids to bed. Come yeah. back down. Boom. Well, so by the by the eighties, you know, you could tape on VHS. At yes. Least. So by the eighties, at some point, people started doing that, so they they could, you know, they wouldn't have to miss things, or you know, they could rewind and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. watch it. But like, that's a how many people knew how to like even do that? I just remember the first time I got a TiVo because we had a TiVo. The first time I got a TiVo, I was just like, I oh, could yeah. my brain couldn't understand it. Changed the game though, especially. Uh, I think more than anything is like live sports. Like when you can, uh, well, I know Rewind we both, play. Yeah, we we'll do that now. Where during the game, like you wait so you can watch it commercial free, and then you rewind every play you want to see again. You really get the breakdown. Right. Okay. What, what happened? I mean, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be like, you know, busted football. coverage. Like, how did they hit that big pass? You get to rewind it. And like, yeah, I mean, me and you for like these, for these, we do, you know, our Husker recaps. Like we basically, it's, it's not the all 22 breakdown, but we get to rewind forward, rewind forward. Right. Re like that play gets to be seen five times. So we go, I just, we know what we're talking about the I, next day. I just don't understand. I, I, I just incredible. Okay. Great. Invention. The, on top of that, I wrote kind of MP3s, iTunes. Yeah. Like I remember the first time it was Jeff Hawkins, one of my teammates at Kansas, had the first iPod. Where like, because I mean, think I'm sure you're the same. Like when we'd go to basketball games on basketball trips, you had to bring your CD like case where you'd bring 20 CDs and you were taking oh, it yeah. in and out of your individual CD player. Or if you want to go back a little further, tape player, whatever. Like I remember the fact that I mean, you could go from listening to. Tupac to listening to De La Soul to listening to Run DMC all in like a click of like that that is mind blowing mind blowing every every song you've ever wanted on one I mean it's the same like we're talking about it, it was the every movie in a box every For, piece of music uh, every song that's... you wanted in in a in a, in a in a dip, in a yeah, in a little, in a little. But even now, just in general, like just the fact that every song ever is accessible like that. That's, that's a weird, especially think of like the music heads that you know that they have bought like four thousand you know CDs and records, and all of a sudden you say, "Oh, guess what? You can have like it's amazing. It's crazy. It's just awesome. It's amazing. I mean." That's why I have Spotify. I think Spotify is one of the greatest things I've ever ever right. experienced in my life. It's every song and every ever. album I could ever imagine. At, a, at, a, at your fingertips. I mean, I love it. It's incredible. The next thing I wrote down was GPS. As someone that goes to a lot of different cities and has to find different arenas and hotels and all that stuff, like I, I don't think I could do my job without GPS. And it's pretty amazing that all I have to do is type in one thing and boom, I it takes me turn by turn. 
Like that's incredible to me. Our generation's fear of travel is so minimal because oh. you're never lost. Ever. You never have to worry about being lost. How are you ever lost? You don't lost? have to plan either. How are you lost? You don't have to plan and you're never lost. You just get to go where you want to. Right. That's incredible. It's amazing. That's incredible. And then I wrote down, I mean, like just, just the, the capabilities and the advancements of your phone, mainly from the standpoint of three things. The fact that I can take a photo, because I vividly remember the first time I had a Sprint phone that could take a picture and boom, it's there. Then record a video on your phone is incredible. And then FaceTime is a pretty remarkable thing. How many long-distance relationships didn't last in 1987 that would have lasted because of FaceTime? Imagine a long-distance relationship where you cannot, you physically can't <laughs> I got, even see. I got two your, things to say. I got two things to say. Okay. I got two things to say. You Number said, one. Say, I know. So FaceTime, to me, it's like. Are you anti-FaceTime? I feel like you're kind of anti-FaceTime. No, FaceTime. I'm not anti-FaceTime. But I'd say there's two groups of people that FaceTime are very pro-FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> the first group is grandparents. I think grandparents, it's the, the grandparents game changer. They get to see their grandkids <laughs> in person. Right. I mean, okay. I got to see my grandma twice a year right. at most. Once in the winter for Christmas, every other year, and once in the summer. Right. That's when I got to see my grandma. Physically see them. Right. Physically see them. My, my, my dad, and he, you know, he FaceTimes in with his grandkids all the time. Right. Grandparents love FaceTime. Yeah. The second group, people that want to see each other naked. <laughs> right? If I you're dating... So. You, and you don't get to see each well, other. Think, think about you're in a long-distance relationship. Think about how big of a difference it would make in 1987 if... You can flirt. Of, you can flirt and see them. See them. You, you it's can a big flirt. deal. Like, like, in a relationship, it's one thing to talk. It's another thing to talk and be able to like flirt and Flirt like, and see them. Let physically see, see them. Let me look at you. We're people are people. Like we're human beings. Like, think about a long-distance relationship and not, phys and not being able to see your girlfriend for a year like you cannot see them how does it work how do you make it how work? does it make it but like facetime <laughs> and or be the ability to record videos take photos like you can i mean anymore like you can really feel like you're with them without being with them because of the phone it's funny my 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 now wife yeah she went to new why we started dating she left and went to new zealand for Nine months. Was she gone for nine months? Nine months. Yeah. I didn't know if she was coming back, to be honest with you. Like, she was like, I'm that? going to New Zealand. How much were you two FaceTiming? So, FaceTime was... Was relatively new? It was relatively... This was 2014. Okay, yeah. So, like, it wasn't like... And she was in New Zealand, yeah. right? Like, cell phones were, you know, the service So, how did you different. make it work? So, she had, like, a special... Uh, she could... I think you can put in, like, a little... Uh, like a little, what's the McCall? You know, you switch your, um, God, I want to know. I want to know what this is. Like you're talking about like a the little, uh, oh, we're going to sound like, I mean, I don't know what you, all you're doing. If for people, he's just like, he's just like touching his fingers together. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Your wife's in New Zealand. You're saying, you know, and you, the phone, the phone, uh, adapter, uh, it's, it's, it's 
like your camera, a camera. So <laughs> We're drunk. That's a problem. <laughs> just say what it does. Just, just simplistically, just say what it does, and we'll see if we can figure it out. Your SIM card. Oh, there we go. So eat, you have to have your a new SIM card for you know. To, uh, Whatever. I mean, you yeah, act like I understand what a. I mean, I know what a SIM card is, yes. but do I know what a SIM card does? I do not. So I think essentially it's like you have to have like the international one. Ah. At the time, that's what you had to have, right? And so and that allowed you to then, and then we could, I think she could FaceTime me from there. Gotcha. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, this was, well, I mean, listen, it I, was a long time ago, but I remember it was like, we got to do that a couple of times. Like we got to FaceTime a couple times and it made it so much. Imagine that you, like you got to see her. At least you got to see her. I got to see you look, you look at her, the girl look I'm dating. Her. Yes. That's across the world where you go, man, it's like. Just if you don't them, get to see them, that's when you're like, man, it's, what am it's I a doing? A little bit dog? harder, you know. Yeah, and so I'm. That's the problem. It helped. Okay. I think that I think why were, why, why was that? I was struggling. Like I don't. I mean, a SIM, SIM card. card right? yeah, no, but that's a, that's a fairly. You, I mean, I don't think anybody just anybody knows what a because SIM yeah, card you, is. yeah, you have. I to didn't know to, you had to have a different SIM card if you went to a different. When you country. go to another at the time, you had to, when you get into another country, like you had to change SIM, SIM cards, cards. So to, it's like okay. the to their. And then, okay, so then the other one I wrote down was streaming TV and movies. Just that, but that's all. It's all kind of one and the same. You and your block, down. you and your blockbuster moment were as a scarring moment. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't go rent micro machines and in uh, in Michael Jordan's playground for the third. I was time. The, I was such a sucker. <laughs> I was that guy. How many times did you have? You seem like that person would have the discipline to go to Blockbuster, and if what you wanted wasn't there, you would leave without getting anything. I was always going to leave with like NHL bloopers. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily highbrow material, but oh. it was. Well, you know what I remember? I was telling talking this to our buddy Will the other day. Remember UFC when it first came out? It was back with the pornos. It was behind the curtains. We're, and I think That's we had your crazy. mom. I think we talked your mom into going and getting us UFC like one, and we had to tell her like, "Yeah, it's behind, behind that. Go curtain. behind that curtain. Go mom. behind the curtain. Oh with my god! Buns and boobs, part two. <laughs> like, and she did it. God bless her. But like, think about like wow. even that, right? That's crazy. That is crazy. Okay. What I love most about these things is everything I throw at you ends up getting just eviscerated, and I love, <laughs> I love it. Um. Where do you want to go next? We got to bang through these because we're, I mean, we're the Give me my go, options. Give me my options here again. Do you want top five Nebraska, favorite Nebraska games or post Frank Solich era negative Nebraska games? Let's do the post Frank negatives. Let's knock those out. I actually think they're pretty easy. Four of them are easy. The fifth one I struggled with. You okay. ready for them? Yep. A game that you were a part of, 2007 USC at home. Yeah. Because I think, unfortunately, that game was kind of the beginning of the end of Callahan. Would you agree or no? Absolutely, that game. It was. It was. It, it spiraled from there. That that game. We were optimistic. Yes. Going into well, that again, game. What, what we said at the start of this pod. You guys were just off of a Big Twelve championship game appearance, and we thought, and we were, and you top beat 12- Wake Forest. Who, who turned who out turned to, like, to be win good. They, yes, they, were, like, they won their conference, and we sort of beat them without thinking they were anything special. You went, and you went to their place, right? To their place, beat them. And you then beat we Nevada? Played, beat Nevada, beat Wake Forest. 
and we've been preparing for USC all summer. Like that was the whole off season and we thought we were ready. And then we just got, we played like crap, just, but they beat the crap. I mean, they were good. They were too. outstanding. Nick, look at, let me tell you something. They're linebackers. Okay. Keith Rivers, top 10 pick. Yeah. Brian Cushing. Yep. Who was playing the, you know, starter and all pro for years. Um, Clay Matthews was a backup. Clay was a backup. Clay was a back. Uh, they had another guy that I played with in Cleveland that was a backup that was a fourth round draft pick. Uh, and then Ray Maluga, who was, yeah. you know, he was a, I think he was a second round pick. Yeah. I mean, there was, they had five guys that's that were just top. Their, that's one position. It's one position group. That's one position. Yeah. I remember they kept running like a fullback dive. Like the first couple, they ran a, had a long fullback, like, yeah, trap like a trap. trap. It was that early in the game that they had a big long gain along your sideline, but but that game that that game has to be on there. Yep. Well, am I wrong? Are there any other? Because like to me, all the other Callahan games before that, like that feels like the biggest one. Agree? Because now I'm going the to Tex- all the games Texas until the last one. Tech. Yeah, the seventy. That was a humiliation game. I'm right. I I watched that game. I was in Lawrence, Kansas, and I was just like, "What is happening? What?" It was th- it was thirty to ten at the start of the fourth quarter, and then it was like it, it it was like you blinked and it was it was it was did it get to seventy to ten seventy to ten yeah that's but I still I that still Bill Callahan just losing his mind again yeah but I'm still going to go two thousand seven US USC that's that's yeah. number one second one two thousand nine Big Twelve Championship game the one second game easy easy right? this next one gets forgotten but I'm going to put it in there. Just because you can't tell me that a game in which you led by 18 points that you would have won a conference championship shouldn't like needs to get omitted. The 2010 Big 12 Big it 12 gets championship forgotten, game. but it, it was. Why does that game get forgotten so much? Because 09 was the Sioux game, and it was the one second where. But like 2010, but I remember going to that game. It is the last. It was Nebraska had already known they were going to the Big Ten, so it was the last game in the Big 12 ever. Yeah. And they were playing Oklahoma, their longtime rival. And we were, and, and Nebraska well, was up by 18. We blew it. Like I feel like that that game gets just not talked about enough to me. And it's it's like you go you go to either 06, 10, 11, and like you win one just one big of them. twelve. And like what does that do to our the trajectory? I couldn't agree more. You, know? like, you win one of the so between between 06, 2009, 2010. And then even this next one, I wrote the 2012 Big Ten title game, the game you and I drank an entire bottle of Crown pretty much yeah. watching. Yeah. We, and we didn't plan on it. We had to cope with it. That was the 70-31 to 31 game against Wisconsin. Oh. I don't think there's been a game I've been more shocked with That's that fair. degree of – because Nebraska had already beaten them. Remember, they were third or fourth place in the other division because that was yeah. the year that Penn State and Ohio State were on probation, on probation and got dismantled. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, was it like, it was Melvin Gordon was like a, wasn't he like the third string? He, it was like, and then it was like, they it was had like the, Monty Ball, Monty James Ball. White. They had like three really good running backs and they all were like 600 yards later. Torching. And then the last one, I, okay, so oh, those were the four. And then I struggled with the fifth. You could throw the Texas Tech one in there. I honestly put 2018 Colorado at home. Frost, the first game of the Scott Frost era. I think there's a lot, there's a butterfly effect of that game. You win that game. Maybe Martinez doesn't get hurt at the end of it, which then changes the trajectory of that season slightly. 
and you finally just, you get off to a good start. You get a big win under your belt. It's an old rival. Like I think in some ways that game was ended up being that game set a tone in a negative way. You could almost what's funny is you could you could say 2018 you or yeah 2018 could, or 2019 Colorado. You, you know what you could it, really flip a coin because if you win the first year, there's a butterfly effect. It almost the same thing happens the next year. There's a there's a serious butterfly effect if we win the next year because we were looking like I don't know I think that one you're right the I think the fan base the letdown was bigger the second you're Colorado right. than you're the right. first one you're right the the reason I put 2018 was because if Martinez doesn't get hurt then they beat Troy and like everything we're, but, then but, we and win, they probably go to a bowl game we that go first to a bowl year, game and, and our recruiting's change. better yes because the recruiting took a hit a little bit after the after 18 they still recruited decent but i think it hurt that they lost their first six games i think i think the reason i think the answer is actually 2019 and maybe maybe this isn't the right way to put it i remember walking out of the stadium in the 2018 colorado game i was disappointed but i was more like remember nebraska had rushed for 300 yards i think they had seven sacks like Martinez showed flashes of what you thought he could be. I, I left that game not that upset. Well, the defense looks so much better because if you remember the 2017 defense, they were atrocious. Awful. I mean, Diaco's oh. defense was so bad and so unimpressive that like you could see the progress immediately. So yes. the 2018 Colorado game, the one positive is you saw the progress. True. You lost the game, and it caused us to start 0-6, probably. Yes. But you saw progress. 2019, the issue was we had a better team, and we had a game in our pocket, yeah. and we gave it away. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, then I mean, the fan base, you could feel the air go out for the rest of the season. Almost. Yeah, I, I think the answer is probably 2019 Colorado, to be honest with you, because, because of that. Because I, I think, can a game be... In this category, if you didn't leave it feeling bad. And yeah. as weird as it is, in 2018, you left that game. Like hindsight, looking back on it, that game maybe had a bigger effect than you think. Yeah. But I don't remember leaving that game thinking to myself, like, oh, boy. Oh, man. But 2019, I think it was when we first started doing our recap pods. Like, I couldn't. Like, I was, like, bummed out even the next day doing oh, the that pod. Was a, that was a hard one. That was a, that was brutal. I think. I think the... The Colorado and the Iowa games, if you sort of just combine those, those ones have been rough. Rough. I mean, really rough. <sighs> okay, then let's let's transition into my top five favorite Nebraska football games of all time for a feel-good, even though one of them is a loss. My favorite Nebraska football game of all time, hands down, we recapped it. I just still can't even believe. you. If you handed this script to Hollywood, they'd be like, this seems a little too unbelievable. 1994 oh. national title. Ozzy's first one. I thought you were going to say oh, 01. Oh, you? Oh, you. Oh, it's I on guess the that's list. That's probably your favorite in person. That's my favorite in person. My okay. favorite Nebraska football game of all time is Tom Osborne's first national championship. Yes, that's fair. Is that fair? Done. Done. Easy. Number two, I put 83, the loss. Watching that game. Think back to when we recapped that game. That, that was game was fucking incredible. That was one of our, that was maybe our best recap. It was. I think it was. Like, the thing that I didn't realize about that game was like Nebraska was beating down the door of history. Like I didn't realize that the the narrative going into that game was 
if Nebraska wins this game, is Nebraska is the 1983 Nebraska football team, the greatest team of all time. Probably. And just all the things with that game, the, you had the fumble ruski, you had the terrible start, you have Irving, Mike Rozier gets hurt, Jeff Smith comes in, runs his ass off, Fryer drops the touchdown, fourth down from the 25, they run an option, Jeff Smith scores, go for, I mean, it just... And we kind of said it's like it, everything that Nebraska stands for was like in that game, like toughness, right? The comeback, Ozzy, like like the principles that he stood for were is like it mattered to to do your best and try to win the game more right. than it did like to, yes. to tie and get all the so the I think that's from so it. don't like you think was, those the first two games because ninety four was also about conditioning yeah. and depth and wearing people down and all that stuff like. The first two games on my list to me embody what Nebraska is all about. Yeah. The third game on the list, even though it's really not that exciting of a game if you watch it, is the 95 Fiesta Bowl smashing yeah. Florida. But it's it's the culmination of the greatest football team to ever college it's football team. It's the victory lap. It's, it's the victory lap of the greatest football team ever in college. Then I have 2001 Oklahoma. Yep. Instead of, again, it was, goes back to our NBA debate of like, you, I should have 71 Oklahoma game of the century here, but I'm not going to. Because this is my list. You can have it if you want. I'm going to have the 1997 Missouri game. Because I think that oh. game actually <laughs> shapes a lot more of... It shapes... Really, it made three people's careers... One, two for sure, and one, it allows him to ride off in the sunset and Tom Osborne. Yep. It shapes Matt Davison's career. I mean, it's, it changes the trajectory of his life. And it changes the trajectory and career of Scott Frost. <laughs> Don't think about, well, I'm thinking about this now. I'm glad this is like your list because it doesn't make sense to not have the game of the century and have oh one Oklahoma Nebraska. Totally doesn't make it doesn't sense. make any sense. But I like that that's your list. I, I literally was like, you know what? Because I, I wrote down do seventy one. I'm like, but you don't. Maybe care I'll feel different because I haven't watched that game yet. We still got to do that at some point. I gotta we gotta watch that game. But. That's my list. Like those. We like, didn't do the game of the century game, we did we? We haven't done that yet. We because that. it was the last. It was going to be the our finale. And the season started. That's right. That's it. We didn't do it yet. So that's it. 94 Miami Orange Bowl. 83 Miami Orange Bowl. 95 Florida Fiesta Bowl. 2001 <laughs> Oklahoma. Stunts to Crouch. 97 Mizzou. Probably got to have. Oh, you would have 71 Oklahoma? And well, take yeah. off 97 Mizzou? Yeah. I or, mean, you got to. You got to the greatest Husker games ever. If you are known as the greatest game in college football history, yeah. you take that over the game that wasn't the game of the century nice. against Oklahoma. But the cr crouch stunts the crouch. It's most unbelievable play. It's, it's most unbelievable game. Other than Braun Braun, we saw Braun against the Magic in 2009 in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's the most the, unbelievable game I've seen in person. Yeah, it's probably the greatest play. Pandemonium. I've ever seen. I mean, it was pandemonium. I was sitting in the, the bleachers, so it's crazy. Uh, all right, we got two more things. We're out of here. Okay, we got to get you back to being a father. Top ten sports movies. We'll bang. We'll bang this through, and I'm ready for you to just. I want you to get out your. Get. Do we need to go? I have boxing gloves out there. Do you want to get the boxing gloves on and just? If you have love and basketball in here, I you're do getting, not have love you're and getting hit. Actually, not a huge <laughs> love and basketball guy. Okay, good. One of them, like, what I did to help with this was I googled top sports movies, and I just you know because you want to like make yeah. sure you're not missing any, and some of them are like. Like, some would have Happy Gilmore on there. It's like, do you consider that a, ha a sports movie? Barely. Barely, but I'm, one made the cut here. But I'll, Okay, so let's get it. 
And number 10, I have Remember the Titans. I know it's full of cheese, but... It's got so much cheese, it doesn't make my tongue. <laughs> Denzel throws the guy the banana, and it's just like, and he's chewing gum. Well, no, see, the most cheesy and is Gary when the one... Yeah, point. when Gary goes to the sidelines and points. I mean, I just... I some reason, that movie is too cheesy for me. But it's... Well, I mean, how about the end threat of Funeral? And they're all singing... Na, 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 na. That's what I'm saying. It's just cheese. Hey. It's Velveeta. It's mozzarella. Well, and it's like disrespectful. If I am, if my casket's getting lowered and you guys do na 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 goodbye, I'm gonna be like, come on, dog. I mean, it's almost like Ryan Held's. Like, here's what I'm gonna say: the Titans. <laughs> 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 Ryan Held is the You made my list, okay? Okay. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, I was a quarterback in high school. But, you know, I believe in establishing the run game. And even more than that, I believe in establishing the Runza game. That's an original Runza cheeseburger. Some onion rings double dipped in a homemade batter. A little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the Runza. It's just that simple so get out to runza today and establish the runza game or check out the delicious salads you got the chicken bacon ranch salad sweet berry chicken salad and my personal favorite the southwest chicken salad you got to get out to runza establish the runza game or get a salad either way you are going to leave satisfied runza makes it all better See, I, don't, I haven't seen movies like... Have you seen Slapshot? That's a I, great movie. I actually love Slapshot. So I, I have not seen Slapshot. So the next one I put was Creed. No, you did not put Creed. <laughs> no! No way! No way is Creed making your top ten. How is it not making the top ten? At least not Creed 2. No. Okay. Creed 1's a great movie. <laughs> Creed 1's good. It's good. I'm saying top ten sports movies of all time... <laughs> You're going to put Creed? You're going to put Creed? Hey, we're six, only at nine. You got six Rockies to choose from before Creed, probably. Well, there is. I put only, I only put, I copped out. What about Rocky only, Four? I only put one Rocky in there. Okay. Okay. So at number nine, I have Creed. Okay. At number eight, this I got from the menshealth.com top 40 sports movies of all time. Debatable, but I went with it because they had it on their list. Jerry Maguire. See, I'm a huge Jerry Maguire fan, so I would be fine with that. But it's not really a sport. But it's like, it, I mean, it's he's a sports bo- agent. Like, it's that's debatable. It's very debatable because they don't actually. Well, Cuba. They I mean, Cuba like playing sports. I will. I will. You wouldn't give it to me. I I would make an exception. I wouldn't probably put it on my list as a sports movie. But if somebody throws it on their list, I make an exception because it's so freaking good. Next movie: White Men Can't Jump. Solid. Love that movie. Love it. I mean, I just fucking love that movie. Does it make my top 10? I'm going to have to think about it. But it's close. I like it. It's in the conversation. It's It's in in the the door. You let the rope, you open the velvet rope and you let them in. There's so much of that that's like, I like the movies that are sticky, right? The movies were in my daily life. Yes. Like a a, a line or a thought, like there's a hundred lines and Moments from White Men Can't Jump that come into my world. That's it. So, okay, so hold on. One, two, three, four. Next game I got, He Got Game. That's uh, good. I mean, really good. Not Probably not top ten. It's a good movie, though. Really good. You know what's interesting is Ray Allen 
being cast in that movie. What you sacrifice in acting, you make up for in every basketball scene. There aren't actually that many basketball scenes in that movie, but like it's good basketball. Though. But like when he's playing Denzel one on one, or in like it's a great, it's it's fantastic. You know, Ray does a good enough job for being a like a non actor. He did a pretty good job, but it almost works better that he's not. It's almost like on Almost Famous that you have the child. Yeah. It's like actually not that great of an actor, but like that's, I mean, it almost works that he, better. It works better that he's not that good because that's what a kid would be like. And like in that situation, it works better that Ray Allen can act because he's not, he's a basketball player. You know what I mean? You don't know you, sh- you should. So, so it's like the, uh, it's like the show Playmakers. Yeah. Everybody likes, you know, Denzel's kid plays Ricky Jarrett. Yes. And he just doesn't look like, I mean, I know he played, they say he played in college. He doesn't, he doesn't look. He doesn't pass it to he doesn't. He doesn't pass the I'm an athlete test visually. And that does something where it's like he's, I don't know, like Ray Allen, like you look at him and like part of being an NBA guy is like, you're six six and long. And, long, and like he looks the part. You look uh, yeah. the part and you are Ray Allen. Like that helps with the story to me. I love that movie. Very so. good. Probably not top 10 though. So, okay. I'm trying to keep people against So, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. At number five, I have Field of Dreams. Good man. Need to be in there. It's a great movie. Nick, good it's man. It's just, if it, if it it's doesn't a top, top five top, all time. There you go. At number four, I got The Sandlot. I'm if you want to consider, that. I just feel like the, the, the core of that movie is baseball. Yes. Pure baseball. Pure childhood playing with your buddy's baseball. Yeah, it's nostalgia. Absolutely. And you here's what's funny about and and I, I don't know if this is going to prove me wrong but I I think baseball is makes for better for a lot of my favorite sports movies for some no reason. Question. Even I, though it's not my favorite sport. That's weird for me too cuz I I I love more baseball movies than I do basketball movies. And way more than football. Like, football I, movies I are take, kind of hard to do. Football movies are hard to do. Like I don't like any given Sunday very it's much, okay. or the program's okay. Like North Dallas Forty, okay, it's pretty. Friday good. Night Lights was okay. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's okay. I got Sandlot Four, Number Three, Rocky. It won fucking Best Picture. I mean, come on, the original the Rocky. Original. It's the shit. It's a tr- it's a tremendous movie. Yep. And number two, I don't know what it is about this movie that I just I. I love because it's not that I'm an analytics guy through and through. I just love Moneyball. I love the movie Moneyball. Moneyball has been moving up the list to. It's like it came out and it was good, and I think it's, it's what got it's a big proved, cable TV resurgence. It's because it's rewatchable as hell. It really is. It's you find the the shows that are rewatchable. Like to me, remember the Titans is less watchable. Then like a Moneyball. Moneyball becomes way more watchable over and over. Yes. And then number one, greatest sports movie of all time, I got Hoosiers. A lot of people would put Hoosiers number one. I think Hoosiers is fantastic. I don't know if it makes my number one. Probably Does it make your top ten, though? All, yeah, definitely top ten. So Okay, so my honestly, you know what movie I struggled to leave out? Hmm. Was Draft Day. Draft Day's good! I love Draft Day! You see, here, Nick, here's what's sad, okay? Here's what's sad. I'm a Cosner guy. Right. So Paul Newman, Kevin Cosner, probably if you said who are your favorite actors, probably those two. Yeah. I could have up to four Cosner, maybe five Cosner movies. Well, there's a lot of Cosner. So I mean, Field of Dreams and Bull Durham are probably top five for me. You could throw in Have you ever seen For the Love of the Game by I've never Kevin Cosner? It all the way through. It's actually really good. That's one that I I think got 
is way underrated right. as a sports movie. That's a borderline top 10. Um, draft Day is like, it's top 15. Right. So like Kevin Costner's got... Well, what about even like uh, 10 Cup? Like 10, 10 Cup's Cup, a pretty good movie. Best, I think 10 Cup and Caddyshack are the two greatest golf movies ever made. Right. I mean... So like, that's where I'm talking like... you. So what's the hard. big what's what's the big snub? So my, Bo- my for the love of the game, Bull Durham. So no, like Bull Durham is 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 one of your snubs. Uh, if you're a Paul Newman guy, it's slap shot has a chance for top ten. North Dallas Forty is a classic old one. Uh, what am I missing here? Um, yeah, I'm trying. Uh, you got Hoosiers. That's big. Other basketball movies, there's just not that many. I'm not a, I'm not a really, I'm not a Coach some people, Carter guy. Some people are a blue chips guy, but yeah. I, I wouldn't put blue chips. A lot chips. of people put, um, what's the documentary one? Uh, Hoop, Hoop Dreams. Dreams. I, that, I have a hard time with that. And this is one thing I wrote down for a note. Yeah. 30 for 30s and documentaries have kind of made you, this is your thought. Like 30 for 30s and documentaries have made sports movies harder now. Yes. Because in some ways, instead of watching Hoosiers, I'd rather watch a 30 for 30 on the hickory like you know what i mean it's or i think you can do hoosiers i think it's harder to do um i think it's harder to do like the story of a a more modern team i think the more modern you get the more it's harder to do um, true true i think it's harder to do it'd be hard to do a 30 for 30 on like the golden state warriors now like, or, I mean, it's, yeah. Or like, you know, like, I don't know. I, t- I just even saw, like, I tried to watch, uh, like the Jackie Rod, I think it was, was it called 42? Yeah. And it was just like, it, it doesn't come across as good as a documentary would. Yes. Which right. is funny. I, I guess it, it's a, like to do a sports movie, right. That's why like a bull Durham so good is it's not a, it's just like, it's, you know, it's just a, it's made up, you know, it's a, right. But um, I mean, uh, okay. So you're, you're, you're upset about rem- remember the Titans and Creed. You want out. I would, I would be the guy like, I've got to <laughs> like to file a complaint here in the <laughs> top 10 sports list. They had other things like they actually had color of money, like pool. Oh, see, so color of money. So like, but, but like, that's where we're getting like fringy. Like, see, I'm a, that's my Paul Newman bias, but I also like, I would put Caddyshack as a potential, just like you would put Tin Cup as a potential. Like they're they're golf, but they're like they're just they're, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I, I would put those up just in terms of like I like the movie so much. Oh man, they 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 provide a feeling. It's like Sandlot. They provide a feeling. Yeah, no question, no question about it. Where Creed, it's like <sighs> good, but like top ten all the th- time. I always enjoy like Creed was was paying off also your investment into the Rocky movies too. Like that's a yeah. part of what made though that movie that that much more special. Yeah. But all right, I'm gonna do a two parter here to get us out. Okay. okay. I wrote down my top. This is more just like my list. Okay? okay. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying like critically acclaimed. This movie was. This TV show is the best ever. But these are my top. These are my top five favorite TV shows of all time. And then actually, what's amazing was when I write, when I write down my favorite TV show characters of all time. There's one from each show. Perfect. Okay, number one favorite TV show of all time is The Simpsons. We've we've talked numerous times about this from 1993 to 1997, or 99. 99. Couldn't miss. 
Every episode, perfect. For those of you out there that have not gotten to experience The Simpsons, I will concur with this. 93 to 99. Watch those and those alone. Don't worry about any of the rest of the, uh, of the Simpsons. And tell me it's not good. And you, it will be worth your time. It will be 100% worth your time. Simpsons number one. And then I'll build off. So then I'll build off it. And then one of my, my favorite TV show character of all times, Homer Simpson. It just has to be. Yep. I know that's lame. That's like my favorite band's Beatles. It's like, oh, this ought to be a good conversation. But And I like Paul McCartney. I like Paul McCartney. He's my favorite Beatle. I like vanilla ice cream. It's really good. You can do different stuff with it. And but isn't uh, it? my favorite thing is uh, Sunny Days. But that's like, me. But I like to go out on a limb. Let me my name's Mr. Limb. But let me say something. If some, if I told you that my favorite dessert is a chocolate chip cookie, that's the truth. That is the truth. But is there anything wrong that it's that? It's good? not wrong. It's just that like good. If someone saying like the, they like the Beatles. That's I mean, it's not wrong. But it's but just, when you are that good, like if you're Michael Jordan, it's obvious. But shouldn't that be okay? I know. But it's okay, in room good. one, you got Mr. Lim. He likes the Beatles, vanilla ice cream, and he likes sunny days. <laughs> or in room number two, he likes Stone Temple Pilots. He loves <laughs> Chunky Monkey, and he loves in the it. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say with it, this podcast is going to get labeled. They don't talk about anything but the 90s. Nick hey, is hey. going to the 90s well. You tell me you don't want to go back. You want to go back to the <laughs> 90s. You can't go to the 90s every time, man. It's, uh, uh, wow. Now that I think about it, this don't whole podcast <laughs> is one Nick, big like, who likes the, the 90s, 90s, man? Nick, you know what I like? You know what What I like? The next list is, I like 1994. I like that. What's yeah. your favorite year of the 90s? Oh, God. Nick Bach. This is bad. Okay, next favorite show. Seinfeld. He <laughs> <laughs> spit it out, jerk. He just drank LaCroix. We're out of wine. He's going to spit it out. I like the 90s. This whole podcast is about me in the 90s. Stone Temple Pilots? I couldn't name one. <laughs> I can't name one. I think I was trying to say Pearl Jam. <laughs> gonna spit it out. Is he going to spit it out? Just spit it out. I don't care. This room's disgusting anyways. Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay. You were thinking Pearl Jam. I was. I was like, Stone Temple Pilots? See, I was even thinking, they don't sing Black Hole Sun, do they? Who sings that song? That's um... Alice in Chains. The close, actually, no, no, but close. Uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Yeah, I just. Not bad, Nick. How Alice about that? How about me? Yeah. Look at me. I know a thing or two about things. Allison Chains is I came to snuff the rooster. I don't know if I know that song. If I heard it, I would know it. There's some. It was in the nineties. I know it, man. There's some Gen Xers out there, like, oh I yeah. I mean, if I could rooster. go to Southwest Airlines and fly to the nineties, I would definitely fly there right now. <laughs> okay, wow. Seinfeld number two. The office is just beating down that door, but I, I just I can't move off Seinfeld as number two. It's one of those shows. It's everything's become almost like it's like Anchorman, where like all the lines, all the stuff, almost gotten like too. Like, go watch a classic episode of Seinfeld. Okay, and, well, let me ask you a question. Are you a Curb guy? Is has Curb overtaken Seinfeld? Not for me. Not for me. This just me. And the main reason why is because it doesn't include my favorite character. I mean, really, it doesn't include any of the characters. But 
the, my second favorite television show character of all time is George Costanza. Mm. Okay, then that's fair then. George Costanza just just hits me in a place. But Larry David is Costanza. He is. He is like the real life Costanza. But George, I, I, I George Costanza tickles me in a way that no, that few characters have ever tickled me. It's funny. This is a tough one. If you like, uh, you're a cur- you're a curb guy. Embrace it. No, I, I don't know. Pander to my Seinfeld love. Here's what I say: I love Seinfeld. Yeah, and I also love Curb. But if you have to pick, that's a tough one for me. I really don't know. Which one was made in the nineties? Which one was more prevalent in the nineties? That should trump everything. The nineties. The nineties at nine. God, what is wrong with me? Nick, you love this. This is this is I have I have It's a yearning you have a yearning. I have a yearning for the nineties. And you didn't know how bad you wanted. And I didn't know it until I wrote four or five pages of lists of things, and they all are there was nothing about your list. Like even Nebraska was like, well, 97. Uh and then 96. And like, oh, forget about the 1971 game of the century, which is the greatest game in college football history. I'm going to go with the, the Eric Crouch game. And it's like, Nick, everything you did revolved around the 90s. There was nothing about this. Like, hey, blockbuster video. Can I finish my list? Okay. 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 So, Seinfeld number two, Costanza. The next one didn't take place in the 90s. The Office. Okay, I'll give you that. Talk about... It might be more rewatchable. It, it's it's maybe the most rewatchable show. In, other than other than The Simpsons, it might be the most rewatchable television show. And it, It's going. funny. I'd say the, the millennial generation, you could almost... It's almost unanimous. That, that sentence right there, every single millennial I know says... I just like to have the office on the background. Just watch. It kind of, it's 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 ingrained. It's almost unanimous. It's pretty bizarre. Like I'm, I, you know, I always try to push up, push you against, push. You're against, a pusher against the the the, the social norms. The, yeah. I like to be different, right? But I won't even argue. I like the office. I want to watch it over and over. And it kind of bugs me that everybody does too. But right. it, that means it's that good. Right. That's the truth. And so then, obviously, within that, I put Michael Scott. Done. I mean, iconic character. Number four, Breaking Bad. Even though you told me last summer that you think Ozarks is maybe better than Breaking Bad? Maybe. I still got Breaking Bad as fourth. And then... And I would take though, Mad Men over Breaking see, Bad. See, I know. I need to finish Mad Men. And The Wire, man. I know. What's the Wire. People are like, hey, man, you tracked this cell phone? He called from a payphone. Nick, man. let me just tell you something. After this list today, you'll have no problem <laughs> watching The Wire. Okay. <laughs> You're already living. You're already living in that time. Period. Is this? Do, do I need to go to therapy after this list? Do I have something? Is this? Is this just secretly a cry for help? Did Nick, my subconscious cry for help? Nick, with you're this telling list? me that you. I put are a lot of longing. You are longing <laughs> for a time and place, and that time and place is 1990 through 1999. I mean, you tell me you don't want to go back to that time. That was a great decade. That's a great time. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that 
has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. What's weird is I'm going to put Walter White in there, even though Jesse Pinkman was probably my favorite character from the show. Walter White's, Walter Walter. White's an iconic character. Okay? Walter is and then last, the last one is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Shouts out to the 90s. And Will Smith. Even big, though... Big shock. <laughs> Huge shock. Huge, enormous That show. Shock. Bo. <laughs> Don't tell me that show Nick, didn't go Nick, hard. Nick, what year was that show? Nick, oh, I have oh. really done it. Wow. I of all the, I did not expect this. Because that concludes the list, Pod. Those are all my lists I wanted to give it to you. I did not think at the end of this I would need to call one eight hundred therapy and Nick, what's that wrong with me? Was the nineties lists is what it should have been called. What's wrong with me? What was on there that wasn't the 90s? Like, okay. you'd have to really look. Like, what did I put in there? Creed. Wow, Creed was newer. Oh, the only thing I didn't, we didn't get to, we'll bang through this fast. Because I, I had a hard time labeling what these, like. So, it was the top five firsts or feelings. We'll wrap okay. it up with this. And we're keeping it, like, PG. We're not like, first time you did it. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Number one on my <laughs> best feelings. No. Okay. I got to compose myself because I feel The like bus I'm, ride. Seventh the, grade. <laughs> the bus. The 1992 entire year. The first time you experienced the year 1992. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one. 1991. The first time you experienced your... <sighs> okay. I did, though. I didn't go rated R. I went rated PG. The first time you get to first base, first time you kiss a girl, got to include that. I remember yours. You were around the corner. It was New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember mine too. I do. Yeah. We were. We've been. We were. We were next to each other for a around, lot of. I've <laughs> been around. Been around. Um, yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Um, but come on, thrilling. What it is? It's a thrilling moment. It's a thrilling moment. The other thing, then within that, we'll get the intangible part of that. The first time, and this is probably in the 90s too for me, but the first time, I want you to really think back to this. Because I'm going to get to one thing and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is more like stupid. Really think back to the first time you had a crush on a girl. And you found out that girl liked you back. The first, so think about the first crush you ever really had. You find out that girl has Nick, a crush on you. She never liked me back, Nick. She, she never. You, you need to go back to the 90s and change it. Damn it. You still have time. If I could back. learn the information that would make her like me and I could travel Did back. You, have a to, you had a chick that you had a crush on that didn't like you back? Oh, I think most girls I had a crush on didn't like me back. Oh, that's a lot. No, I mean, I, I think the amount of girls that you're like, oh, that's the girl. Like, how many well, of them I mean, did like, you like? There's a difference between, like, there's a lot of girls that thought were hot, but, like, you know, like. I would say it wasn't until middle school that the girl that I liked. Well, I guess liked I'm, I'm starting in middle school, like okay. grade school. It's like you don't even know what's yeah, going. Okay, you know that, what okay. I, mean? I thought you're, you're going in the bed. You're like I peed the bed tonight. I'm moving on the girl that I got a crush on. <laughs> okay, we're, we're going to high school then, at least. We're going to okay. middle school, high schoolish. 
How about high school? So we're really oh, I don't know. You feel me there? Middle school. Okay, middle school. Middle school. Yeah. You you we we dumped our girlfriends and watched WrestleMania though, so we don't really. That doesn't count. How about that? We'll add that to this. The first time you dump your girlfriend so you can get Kentucky Fried Chicken and watch WrestleMania oh, when Mike God. Tyson was going to be on it when it was Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold, right? Yes. And by the way, have you been watching the A and E? I've wanted to. I've not been watching it, but I I've wanted to. One on Stone Cold. Part Stone Cold's a great guy. And, uh, Doesn't he seem like a great guy? Yeah. It, well, it's just. I'll tell you what. For for the people that lived in the '90s as we did, <laughs> and you watched WWE and WCW wrestling. It'll all be WWF to me. Screw the WWE stuff. It's WWF, WWF to me. The A and E is doing these like they did the Macho Man. They're, they did they some did on Shawn Michaels Cole, and I, the new one on Shawn Michaels. I haven't seen, but it's like wow! It throw it. It takes you back to those. It was so. Remember though for WrestleMania. So Stone. If I'm if correct, me if I'm wrong. Shawn Michaels called for the sweet chin music. Stone Cold blocked it, spun him around, and stunned him to win. And then and then uh, Mike Tyson was supposed to be with Michaels, and then he became a Stone Cold. Oh guy. God! I mean. We ate Kentucky Fried Chicken, dumped our girlfriends, so we didn't get phone calls during it. They would have ruined our (laughs) WrestleMania experience. Too big of a night. (laughs) Had to dump them. We had to do it. Um, Okay, so that was first girl you had a crush on. (laughs) The first time, how about this? First time you drive by yourself after you turn 16. The first time you you are by yourself in your car, I don't remember my first time. I remember the first time you, you were with had me. one because Nick was older in in middle school. Like yeah. so, he turned sixteen when he was in middle school. Ninth, ninth grade, grade at the end still, of ninth grade. We're still in middle school. So at the last month of school, we were we Glad had a car. We had wheels, which was like such a game changer. That's what I remember. That changed like that we was went a to life Runza. Remember we went to Runza and walked into the cafeteria holding like a, did we have a Runza bag or just Runza? We had cup? Runza bags. Like we, we walked like, in yeah, like we might as well had a money bag. Like nobody had currency. ever not had school lunch, and we went to Runza, which was you couldn't leave. You couldn't leave campus. You couldn't leave and no. go. And we did it. We snuck. We were like, I mean, we had like oh, we were the. The, it was we were the, Clint Eastwood escaped from Alcatraz. That's like, we, 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 we were was, digging tunnels to I mean, get out of there and get to Runza and yeah. show off our Runza cups and Runzas that we ate. So that that right there, I will say that was your when you had wheels. So, was so you're living. Your feeling is is you were is, the first to have wheels. There we go. That was okay. it. All right, that's good. The last two. This one I couldn't quite catch it. The first possession of a big game. This is more like getting in the the nuts and bolts of what it's like to be an athlete. Like, remember a big game, and the feel for me the feeling was big game. Like first possession, you you hit a shot. Yeah, or just the like I miss the even the crescendo of like everybody's coming to half court for the jump ball. It's a big game. Yeah. Crowds going like that feeling of like all right, let's fucking go. Like I love that. Well, so the I think football and basketball are such different feelings. Like football, yeah. it's like there's just tension that needs to be released on the first and that play. First play, I think yeah. then everybody kind of like exhales. Where basketball, it's a it's sort of a uh, there's a little bit of like a performance. Like you're kind of like you're on stage. You're kind of just like, like you're. Yeah, you, you, you there's just, a build up to it, you know, and here comes the jump ball. But think about that feeling. It's a big game. Yeah. 
think like the gym's rocking and is there anything better than you win the jump and then you like go both ways like yeah. you then say you lose the jump and you lock up and you and you you know you get a stop get a board like that feeling of like you're they're not scoring today yeah. you know or vice versa you you win the jump you come down execute something and get an easy bucket like the crowd goes nuts yeah. and you're like man we're beating these motherfuckers by 100 today the god i love that feeling i you or know i was going to say just the the Winning locker room. Do you, do you know what's funny? I actually, when I think back to high school basketball, I almost think like warm-ups to me was almost a bigger moment than the start of the game, which is really weird. Like yeah, going through, I, like the run out. When like you come out. Run out to the fight song. And oh, you, yeah. You know. And you do, you go through warm-ups. I think that was a bigger moment for me in high school than a lot of the football stuff. It was a big deal. I don't yeah. know what, like the, the gyms were always packed. They were packed. It was, and it's intimate. Yeah. And it was like when you could be a, when it was high school basketball and you came out in warmups, it was like, it was a big deal. It was like, you're it putting, was. I will say you're I putting to, on a show in a way. Right. Oh yeah. I would do it. I, when I'd come out and do the first layup we would do, I would always put a lot of jelly on yeah, it. Yeah. Cause sauce. you I mean, like you had to like perform. Well, and you remember, so you remember as a kid, like we'd go to Southeast, we watch the older guys when you're right. You know, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. This was in the nineties. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but you watched those guys closely. You watched the guys. Jared Edwards and yeah, Corey Adams. You watched the way people and, yeah, went through layup right. line. You really studied them. You're like, wow, these guys are great athletes. Like, look at them go. So you kind of like it was always in, like, yeah. you're on your best performance imitation. Yeah, of, it's yeah, good extension. It's Isn't that like, like more than getting ready for the game. You were like, all right, for 20 minutes, I can pretend to be. Alvin you gotta Mason look good. Yeah, or, you gotta look you know, good. <laughs> that's what it was like. There's it's, something about the, the, like, but you going know the build up. I just love that build up. Okay, what do you like more? Build up, lose the jump ball, fucking lock up a team and get a stop, or build up, win the jump ball, go down, execute. We we run a little cross screen. We throw it into you. You turn little little drop step well, off. That's, the, that's better. I think. Do you want to score? Well, yeah, you want to score first. But it kind of feels good to like. When, it kind of feels good if you really have a great defensive possession. You communicate stuff. You blow it up. They put. They have to force a shitty shot. Yeah, I don't know that it's like a moment to me though. I, I know basketball. Yeah. I think basketball is so. It's like it's such a fluid game to me. That See, but I always enjoyed though with football. Like first, first offensive play, we'd hand it to you, and you'd get like you know, it's like it was just an ISO, and you picked up like eleven. Like that feeling of like hopping up, like. But see, that's more of a statement. I I feel with basketball. Yeah, you come down and execute. But it's such a f- more of a flow game than than football. Yeah, it's just different. But football warmups, nobody gives a shit about football no. warmups. Where no. fo- basketball, basketball warmups, like, it's a big deal. Oh yeah, like I don't know why it's a you, huge you, deal. Yeah, it was football a big deal. is just like nah, get your no guys are, watching. You guys warm-ups. are down there, just get no ready. No one's watching. And you're in a helmet. It's not intimate. They're a long ways Fo- away. Football is like just, it's just this tension. Everybody's so like, oh, oh man, this first play, you like think you're going to war. You do. It feels I mean, sort of you like. need to hit right. to then just play. Right. Where basketball, basketball there's not, more of a show to it. It is. It's, it, yeah. it's a different vibe. And then the last one was something you can relate to now. First time seeing your baby. Nothing like it. Agree, Mr. New Dad? So we go 90s, 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 90s. To 2021 90s, for you 90s, and 20, to 2021 for me. Babies. Is it bad to not leave on the 90s? Do you want to go back to... What do you want to go back to? 1994 Forrest Gump? The first time you saw Forrest Gump. I mean... The first time you saw Forrest It's almost hard to go to present day when we've been in the 90s this much. Man. I'm going to defer the 90s for that. Okay. 
This well, is- what did we learn? Well, okay, you know, Dan Patrick likes to wrap up his show of like, what did we learn today? Did we, we learned that I, I apparently am stuck in the 90s or we want to go back to, to the 90s. We need to have an intervention on your 90s. What's like, wrong with me? Is this a big cry for help? We need to know why do you... I don't know. Why did it go to the 90s for everything? I don't know. Well, that's the question that All we right. need to answer. We need to ponder that. Time. We need to ponder yeah. that for a while. By the way, I, I didn't. I truly thought, like, man, Bo is gonna really impress Bo. He's gonna like this. But Nick, I love the '90s. So, yeah, so you're hard. you're right there with me. I'm with you. But it's surprising how much this turned into. Like, you didn't say you didn't say I want to do Bo. a '90s pod. You said I'm gonna do a, a list pod. I text you. I got a list pod. I'm just gonna throw lists at you. and You can react to it. And it turned into the to remember the '90s. That's what the that's what the pod should have been called. So should we call it "Remember the '90s" pod? It's got to be. Just I mean, so how many? We need to go through and figure out how many things didn't weren't about the '90s. Not much. Eighty-nine percent of the things were probably about the '90s. A little bit of the Husker football, a little bit of Husker stuff, but yeah. I mean, that's not good. Well, you did post Frank Salch, so you, you avoided it. How about that? that? How about that for me? Okay, my friend. Well, I kept you way longer than I thought I was going to keep. You. Oh my gosh! I'm I mean, we just went almost two hours, pal. So I mean, that was good. We've been done with this wine for a while. See, that's the problem. If a waitress would have come and be like, another bottle? And be like, yeah. Do you have a bottle from the 90s? <laughs> How about a 90s Chateau Marcon? Do you have a 90s Chianti, please? 90s. All right, man. Uh, I'll go to therapy, and I'll get my life together, and I'll get my, my brain and my heart together, because i got to quit living in the past, apparently. This was not good. I don't know. I like the 90s. Yeah, there you go. I mean, maybe let's not fight it. Maybe we embrace it. Let's embrace it. So we're embracing the 90s. Bo Rude, I'll get you out of here on that. Uh, thank you for coming and listening to my uh, my cry for help. Okay. No problem. All right. My thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza. Delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.